Hello, and this is Nathan. I've been watching some stuff in the last few days about vaccines. Documentary series, about 12 hours. I've already watched five of the six episodes. The name of the documentary is uh, The Truth About Vaccines. It's presented by Ty Bollinger, the host, and he is was a guest this year at Free Your Mind Conference, and while I didn't see his presentation while I was there, I watched it. Um, the videos for Free Your Mind Conference are online now, so if you go to freeyourmindconference.com, I think for now they are charging like $10 to watch all of them. And it's sort of a fundraiser thing for next year, but soon they'll be for free on YouTube. But for now, you can pay $10 and then watch watch them on FreeYourMind.com. Very, very informative stuff. I've watched some of Fritz Springmeyer's presentations this year. Uh, they're also on the website. I've watched four of the presentations, and I sort of binge-watched this documentary series, so I've really been taking in quite a bit of brand new information very 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 heavy stuff the free your mind conference is not a joke it's the red pill what uh ty bollinger's presentation was sort of about medical fraud in general uh the completely corrupt nazi medical system that we have here and i say the word nazi um because it vibrationally matches what the Nazis had going with their completely immoral medical experiments. And there are little fucking Nazis running this place after uh, Project Paperclip after World War II. There was a, one of those secret agency projects that was decades later declassified it was called project paperclip and they literally put nazis in charge of everything here uh, and all the systems they're in nasa they're in the education system they're in the fucking medical system you know it's there was a lot of shit going on like mk ultra for example fritz springmeyer did a whole bunch of great work on mk ultra and for those who don't know what mk ultra is it's one of the more disturbing things that the u.s government and secret societies and satanic uh, mind control programmers. It's a method for creating a total undetectable mind control slave that can be mind controlled from a distance using hand gestures and using code words. They can be, they're actually multiple personality they suffer from multiple personality disorder that was put into them and artificially created using a form of trauma-based mind control is the word and it's a torture system that is done to fracture the mind so they subject them to extreme trauma rape torture and um, a lot of crazy stuff and they even the government is involved and the military has been reported by people to be involved. It's people like Kathy O'Brien who wrote the book Transformation Transformation of America. She is a uh, 
alleged MK Ultra victim, and I've read half of that book, and yeah, it's pretty sick. Pretty fucking sick. <laughs> you read about people like George H.W. Bush, who she claims raped her repeatedly, and Dick Cheney, um, some certain congressmen, people in the military. She was traveled back and forth between different military bases. She was used as a drug mule. She was used as a prostitute for uh, elite politicians, like all the way to the president level. Um, it's pretty sick. But that's just one example. We already got pretty deep in the rabbit hole, and what has it been? Four minutes into the podcast? So let's, let's backtrack quite a bit. So Ty Bollinger created this documentary series with two hours episodes called two hour episodes six episodes there it's for free on YouTube so he had enough sense to not charge anyone money to watch the information which I think is a very very good strategy for truthing in general and people um, the word truth I mean, the mind control is so complete on humanity. I mean, it's not complete, obviously, but it's had such a profound impact that the word truth has become a politically incorrect trigger word that causes people to, you know, say that there is no truth and that truth is a, a bad thing to talk about and if you ever talk about truth then you're obviously kind of stupid I mean you must be a fundamentalist religion type person if you would even think that such a thing as truth exists what they're trying to tell you when anyone tells you that is that you're wrong you can't know anything and I know this I know that you can't know anything so they're contradicting themselves just by saying the words there is no truth that is a claim by saying that statement you are saying that you think it is true that there is no truth so the statement can't be true by its own definition of of reality like it just canceled it's a nonsense statement and this is a big big sticking point in so-called spiritual communities the idea i mean the truth is a measure of how prog how much progress a person has made in their development like you can't be out of alignment with truth and be causing anything other than suffering and chaos in society I mean you might occasionally accidentally get some stuff right but if you have fun if you have false ideas in your head and you are acting on those ideas the only thing that can happen is like not um, you know it's not gonna be pretty I like to give the allegory or analogy if you wanted to take a rocket ship to the moon but you don't know anything about how how physics works and you know you don't have to have any knowledge of engineering 
it's just not going to work out. You know, you you might get lucky and explode yourself, but you're sure as hell not going to make it to the moon. And this, this is how spiritual progress works. Uh, it requires knowledge of truth. And truth being that which is the eternal things about the universe that just are that cannot be changed by man and the only thing man can do is learn about the truth and if he re recognize where he has gone off the path of truth in his own thinking or maybe been programmed wrong by society or the parents or something, you know, religious authorities are very notorious about programming people wrong. So people, the reason that truth became a buzzword, a politically incorrect, you know, word that just makes people want to fucking throw a pie in your face and start name calling you just because you say that you know something. So, I mean, this is very close related, closely related to people attacking knowledge and people attacking people who think they know stuff or that, that actually do, do know stuff. The very idea that anybody can know anything is now, in some circles, politically incorrect thing to say. And what, what, what people who propagate you know, this type of nonsense are essentially claiming is that they know that nobody can know anything. So it's again, they're saying that they, it is true that there is no truth, and I know that you can't know anything. And so they can't even see themselves in the mirror and see how much of a contradiction both of those two positions are. Another mind control, is it, these are called New Age Deceptions. Mark Passio does a great job covering deceptions like this, but I like the term New Age Deception. Another one is the idea that there is uh, no evil, which is another one of these buzzwords. It's another politically incorrect thing to say in certain circles. You, do, you know, the word evil is apparently now obsolete, and everyone has replaced the fucking word evil with more politically correct words that mean the same fucking thing. So it's like, who gives shit about all these labels that people get so upset over? Like, to me, what evil is, there's many labels for it. People can call it darkness or uh, negativity, or they can call it ignorance or violence or... I mean, it's right there in the word. I mean, evil is a good label for it. I think we should keep that label and start using it because if you spell the word live backwards, you get the word evil, and that's sort of exactly what, um, in my mind, evil is. I mean, it's a label, and when I use the word evil, what I'm referring to is that which is out to completely destroy all of life and to take everyone's rights, another buzzword. See, this is an attack on language itself. Like, it's a straight out of 1984. Like, what they did in 1984, a fiction book, 
about a totalitarian police state that runs the world, which is exactly where we're <laughs> fucking at. Actually, we're on our way out of 1984. We already passed through it as far as I know. I mean, I think we're on our way out. But what they did in 1984, they attacked the fucking language and they rewrote it and then they got rid of all of these words that are useful in describing um, the politically incorrect topics. So the social engineers in the book and the mind controllers and the authorities came up with a new language that was called Newspeak. And it was essentially, it kept some words from what they referred to as old speak. But it just, it, they one of their goals was to have one word, only one word for each idea. So you can't have any synonyms. So, the, you know, they'll have a short list of words that people are allowed to use. And not on that list of words is anything that can be used to question the authority or to question anything that's going on that um, is there to take people's rights and to destroy life and to dominate everything. So they literally changed the fucking language. And this is a big thing in our cultural Marxist society of... Uh, you know, manipulated by the media, and the universities are definitely in on this, to try to whitewash the language and to get everyone upset over what labels people are fucking using for ideas. And so they want to make it to where people are afraid to use certain labels because of the connotation and the programming that everyone has been mind-controlled into uh, reacting like horrifically reacting just because somebody wants to use a label that the TV and their professor said is only something that an ignorant person would say. And I think the word evil and the word truth and the word, even the word knowledge itself fits right into this. Because there is a trend in America, and it's been here for a long time, of anti-intellectualism, which is where you have a disdain and and actually an arrogant disdain for people who think, you know, who are seeking knowledge and the, uh, the entire idea of trying to learn anything while you're alive on this planet. And, and these anti-intellectual uh, types of people, it's just like a buzzkill to them. It's like, learn stuff. You mean read a book? Who reads books? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of... Uh, childish right to take a position like that but that's what the mind controllers want they want a bunch of adult children and <laughs> I mean it's funny how well it works like how well the anti-intellectualist programming and everything else worked but I think that's related to um, like one of their goals Mark Passio described this really well in one of his early podcasts, like number 28. I, I re recently listened to that one. But he was telling you, he was telling you what they want you to think is that you can't know anything. And there is no truth. That's a big part of the mind control agenda. To think, to take all of the, to take all the points off the compass and to disconnect you from true north 
and to disconnect you from even considering looking into anything because they they want you to think that it's futile and that it's all a joke and nobody knows anything and especially if you don't happen to be an expert then you for sure don't know anything but and so this all stemmed from you know the truth about vaccines documentary right there in the title of the doc documentary is one of those politically incorrect to some people buzzwords but if you watch the actual fucking documentary you will see how under attack America is right now how brutally ex you know it's an extermination campaign this vaccine thing that's going on it's a it's like straight out of Nazi Germany and it's probably a bit worse than Nazi Germany because they're being indiscriminate about who they're murdering they're murdering all the fucking kids you know as many as they can get without it being too obvious if, as long as they can get one out of ten or you know one out of forty and they don't even have to just kill them on the spot although that has been happening with these vaccines Gardasil uh, the hepatitis B vaccine which they give to newborns on their first day out of the womb they give them a hepatitis B, vac B vaccine loaded up with ten times the amount of aluminum, a known neurotoxin. Ten times what is considered a safe level for, uh, you know, an infant that size. On the first day, and this is mandated by the CDC on their vaccine schedule for every baby in America. And you have order-following doctors which is what they're doing and they are the ones most responsible for this uh, holocaust it's an uh, you know this eugenics uh, depopulation agenda of murder mass murder the doctors are the ones most responsible the pediatricians who are actually injecting the babies with fucking neurotoxins killing some of them for them to claim that it's not that they weren't responsible when they actually fucking stuck a baby and, and injected poison into him I mean who is responsible if it's not the doctors I mean you could try to blame the parents right but they didn't fucking stick the kid they're probably second in line for who's to blame because they didn't do their homework and um, they didn't say something a lot of these times because they don't know the truth, right? Because some of them have been taught not to look into anything and, and that they can't know anything and that the scientists don't agree and the, you know, there's too many studies and you can prove anything. This is another thing that you hear a lot is that, oh, well, you can find evidence to support anything and therefore I don't need to look into anything is... That's what sort of this is what people do to discount somebody who is trying to explain some sort of truth or even just warn them about a danger. That you know, if you bring up that there are studies that show that aluminum is fucking neurotoxic and it kills people, they'll be like, "Oh, you can find studies that support anything." <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard this. I I guess I, I'm hanging out with a lot of people who aren't this fucking stupid anymore. But I used to uh, occasionally try to have these, you know, warn stupid people about... I mean, I still do it here and there. 
So I'm kind of familiar <laughs> with a lot of the stupid things that the stupid people say when you try to hit them with some knowledge. Because, you know, they just have a disdained, disdain for knowledge, a total programmed hatred and disdain for, you know, actually taking the time to learn something. It's 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 self-contradictory thing. But it's it's pretty rampant. I mean because you know they they won't listen to me sometimes, but they'll fucking listen to the doctor or you know and they'll be like, "Well, he went to medical school. He must know." <laughs> uh well, so one thing in the in the documentary was the uh complete lack of education that um medical school, you know, cult members is essentially what they are at this point it's like an authoritative cult like they are claiming that they're the system claims that the doctors are better than everyone else and have more rights and they're the only ones allowed to do certain things in society you know again creating a hierarchy and creating a total control freak system where uh, all of the curriculum is dictated from the top and nobody knows who's at the top you know these weird agencies like who even writes the medical school curriculum I know part of it comes from the Rothschild dynasty because they had their people put on you know, medical school boards and taken over medical schools you know so the Rothschilds the way they did this is they would make donations to medical schools all around the country, and this was like decades and decades ago. They would make large donations, and then they would put a caveat on the donation, and they would say, well, since we donated, you wouldn't mind if we had someone on our on your board of directors. And probably you might have heard this before because this, is re this same story is repeated by um, many, many people, and there's nothing wrong with repeating it again, telling it again, because uh, maybe I'm reaching a new person who has never heard about the Rothschild takeover of medical schools, among all the other things they've taken over, but they're good at taking shit over. <laughs> so they did, they got, they got the medical system, and what they, at some point, um, got rid of all of the alternative medicine, um, you know, herbal medicine, natural medicine, homeopathy, a lot of the more traditional, you know, uh, types of approaches to, to healing people that don't involve allopathic chemical companies that they own. The Rothschilds own the fucking chemical companies that turned into pharmaceutical companies once they could brainwash everyone into thinking that chemicals are how you... Indiv individual chemicals, not even biological, organic, nature con chemical concoctions, but individual chemicals, say acetaminophen, <laughs> was one of their most famous success stories. But in this documentary, The Truth About Vaccines, they also had a little... Uh, a little, a few minutes dedicated to some new acetaminophen research, and it turns out that acetaminophen is a completely fucking poisonous thing to give to a child. And, you know, they Tylenol is what it is. So they even, for the longest time, they had ch children's Tylenol, right? And I'm sure my parents occasionally gave me fucking Tylenol. And it's like, what, what could you have used 
if we were living in a much more enlightened society, what could you have used instead of Tylenol to treat, you know, what is it, fever, maybe some pain? could try weed. I don't know about fever, but certainly there's got to be something in nature. Or, or even just something. I mean, at the last resort, yeah, maybe give them Tylenol. Maybe. If you can't find anything else. But apparently Tylenol causes uh, liver damage pretty bad. And what they were f new studies were finding was that for a while, they had been recommending to give Tylenol both before and after uh, vaccines for infants. And that was just a completely horrific combination because the Tylenol would completely deactivate uh, the detox system in the liver because it would just jam it all up. And so now the liver detox function is reduced. And then you give them a vaccine right after that. And then all the aluminum shit can't, you know, is just makes it that much worse. That was in a recent study. There's other ones too, though. So it's like, yeah, they kept telling us Tylenol was good and everything. And I don't fucking take Tylenol, man. I don't get sick very often at all, but... Tylenol is not something that I would be excited about taking. Because I know, you know, the, it, liver, to some degree, will uh, regenerate. It's probably pretty good at that. So it's not like it's the end of the world if you got a little bit of liver toxicity. But some people, man, they used to take Tylenol for... Like, let's say you have a headache from drinking too much, right? And then, you know, so you think you're going to take, oh, I have a hangover. Let's take some Tylenol. I guarantee you a bunch of people have fallen for that one. T take Tylenol after a headache, right after your liver has just been shot to shit by alcohol. And then <laughs> you fucking throw Tylenol at it. Fuck, dude. That's, that's just got to be painful. I can just feel it right in my body already just thinking about that. So, like, people just need to stop, I mean, take responsibility and spread the truth about these, the, the truth, you know, what actually affects that happen in nature when you take certain substances, certain things are likely to happen because that's how nature works. I mean, that's what truth is, that which is. It's not something... Um, that's imaginary, really. I mean, it's it's sort of the foundation of everything. The eternal truths. Like the more the more people agreeing on the truth is is a good thing, and it's not like you have to uh, agree on a false religion because that would be <laughs> that would be the opposite of a good thing. So so it's not we're not even looking for agreement here with each other, but that comes right along with seeking truth. The, the, the unity, eternal unity and agreement and happiness and satisfaction is in truth. The closer uh, the members of society get to truth itself, the more they agree on all of this shit, and that's how it's supposed to work. So, I'm... And you don't want it to go the opposite approach, saying that, well, we all have to agree on something or else we're not unified because that then now you're getting into potential dictatorship and groupthink. Group 
dictatorships and, and stuff, they want in religions, they want people to all agree on a certain belief system, a false belief system. And so they will pressure you and try to program you, mind control you, maybe even kill people who speak out if it, you know, is a certain government regime. But if it's a, a false belief system and they think they're going to just try to force people to believe that, even if people go along with that and, and are, go along with the programming and believe it, it's going to cause a bunch of hell on earth. Because that's, that's how nature works. If you get out of alignment with truth, and all of us are on that uh, polarity somewhere of alignment with truth i'm i'm trying you know once you realize there is a polarity and that there are things that are worth looking into and you know um that you don't know everything and that you can know stuff see you have to acknowledge that knowledge is real and that yes you can learn things and that it will benefit you once you accept that that there is truth and that you need to learn it that sets you and it motivates you, and it gets you right on the path to picking up all kinds of, all different aspects of the manifested world, which is one aspect of truth, that which exists in our uh, shared collective dream, that which is true in our current dream state. That's one aspect of truth. Then you have the eternal aspect of truth that is more fundamental the idea that um, like it's all, it's all a dream and that um, it's all mental energy. It's all math. You know the the ideas in math. For example, one plus one is, equals two. That's an eternal truth. And if you disagree, maybe you know I feel sorry for you if you disagree with that. <laughs> maybe you have a gigantic ego or something. But. That's just one example of an eternal truth. And people just, they're so programmed, some of them, that they will fight the idea that truth exists. And then, and then it's like, well, what, what kind of, what kind of, <laughs> what is your basis of everything? Like, are you just trying to pull the rug out of everything for, you know, like, how do you even think about anything? without some aspect of this truth in it and it's an impossible thing to do like i don't even think you can even accept that fully uh, you can probably trick yourself into thinking that there is no truth but then it'll the, the the idea of truth will find its way right back into your thinking because you can't get rid of it because it's tr because it's not true there, there is truth so it's like a person will sit there and say there is no truth on one hand and claim that that's a true statement and then they will turn around and then make more statements which I mean so are you admitting that your statements are not true or what is what are you even trying to say like when someone says there is no truth you have to ask them what does that even mean like what is your definition of truth for you to say that's gonna be my new approach next time someone brings that up I'm gonna say why don't you just explain to me what that statement even means and we'll see where they take it because <laughs> I haven't really heard any convincing arguments about that one. And I mean, 
Maybe I haven't been asking. Maybe that's why I haven't got them. So I'm going to start asking next time I hear that. But what else did I learn from the vaccine documentary? There are so many facts jammed into that documentary. So many truths. It's a gigantic truth bomb. An explosion of powerful information. Um, packed into 12 hours. I mean, it's just jam-packed with information about every vaccine that they're that's on the schedule. You know, they had pertussis, the you know, dip their uh, Tdap per pertussis, and they you know they listed all the ingredients in all of them, and how how much in, um, of each ingredient is allowed, and you know what the potential dangers, and not even potential dangers. It's like some of them are dangerous in even small doses and they've got mega doses of them in the vaccines like a f interesting fact about the thym thimerosal and the aluminum is the amount that is actually in a vaccine shot like so for a flu shot for a multi-dose flu shot which I haven't been taking because I'm not I, I sort of started breaking the programming and thinking for myself quite a long time ago. I always started thinking for myself, you know, right in the high school era. When I started to really question stuff and think for myself, I guess. I don't know. Everyone does it to a degree, but... The thimerosal thing, in the flu shot, there is 250 times what is considered toxic waste and concentration of thimerosal. So toxic waste is legally anything with 200 parts per billion uh, thimerosal. And this is on the material safety data sheet, which in a lab, all the chemicals that they have in a lab, uh, they're required by law to have a material data safety sheet that gives all of the toxicology facts and um, precautions that should be taken if there is a spill of this particular chemical. Like, what do you do? Do you wash your eyes out, or do you... I don't know. So for thimerosal... Um, let's, here's another fact. In the drinking water, I think the EPA controls this one, but the legal limit for thimerosal in drinking water is two parts per billion. And over 200 parts per billion is legally uh, toxic waste. And if you spill something with 200 parts per billion thimerosal, you're supposed to call a hazmat team with all, all the big white suits and the gas mask respirators, and they're going to have to spend hours making sure that the whole place isn't contaminated with mercury because it's that fucking toxic. And a uh, flu shot, which is some people are mandated to take flu shots, people that work at the hospital, I actually feel sorry for them because they fucking had to go through all of this slavery in, in medical school. Uh, ridiculous slavery. Horrible, horrible slavery. Completely stressful and uh, for their little piece of paper that gives them permission to follow orders and do whatever uh, the CDC tells them. So at a lot of these hospitals are mandating that everybody works who works there get a flu shot. And these flu shots have 50,000 parts per billion thimerosal, which is a form of mercury. And like I said, on the thimerosal data sheet, 
adds call it considered hazardous waste if it's above two part twenty parts two hundred parts per billion and legal drim- drinking in the drinking water is two parts per billion and the fucking thimerosal shot has fifty thousand parts per billion and that's two hundred and fifty times what is considered hazardous waste and people who work at the hospital are required to fucking inject themselves with that and they're there's all types of reported uh, side effects from flu shots and really serious side effects like people die, people become paralyzed, you know, people get brain damage, people get autism from all different vaccines. Um, there's even a whole system in the government called the vaccine reporting system where if a doctor gives a person a vaccine, you know, vaccine adverse event, adverse event reporting system. You know, they can uh, report um, in their practice if they see people they give vaccines to have these type of problems, like sudden infant death syndrome. Like, if you give a vaccine to a kid, and that very same fucking day he dies out of nowhere for no reason, then you can submit that to this uh, reporting system that's a database that the government has. And it's full of examples of <laughs> adverse events of vaccines. So it's, it's to say that it never happens and there's no data to show that. I mean, there's a whole fucking database full of people um, having horrific, fucking, disastrous, life-ruining type of uh, events right after vaccines. Tens and, you know, ten, probably hundreds of thousands of people in this database. And there's even... A special government court called the Vaccine Injury Compensation Court that was set up to immunize, ironically, uh, the makers of the vaccines. The corporations that um, manufacture vaccines are, are legally immune. I mean, I guess they vaccinated themselves. Yeah, they did. Yes. So the way that worked is they paid politicians, and the politicians, um, were, they told the politicians, they were like, well, people keep trying to sue us because our vaccines are fucking killing people, and they keep trying to sue us. So we can't fucking, we're, we're either going to quit making vaccines, or you're going to give us legal immunity. And they probably paid some of the politicians, too. I mean, what kind of demon would ever agree with them on a position like that? You know, it's like, just fucking quit making them, man. If they're killing people, you're supposed to quit making them. Politicians, though, and greedy-ass corporations, that doesn't really factor into to what they their decision-making process. Morality. Well, we, we destroyed morality this year at the cremation of care ritual over at Bilderberg, or whatever it was, in California, the secret society, we don't have any care. We don't care about anything except how much money we get. (laughs) So, yeah, there's a whole court set up that the government will give you compensation if you can prove (laughs) that the vaccine injured your child and they've the government's paid out three and a half billion dollars to people who have gone through the system which i heard is a fucking nightmare you got to go to court and then you gotta who knows what you got to do but i heard it's bad 
So they've paid out three and a half billion dollars to victims that they admit the vaccine caused an injury. The government itself admits this, and they've paid out that much money. And the fucking hospital still requires that everyone be vaccinated. And they used to threaten me this way at school. When I, as I um, went to UALR and UAMS, which is um, in Little Rock, it's the University of Arkansas, Little Rock, and University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences, and it was a joint program. And every fucking year, they would send an email to my email inbox, and they would tell me that I have to go get a fucking vaccine by this date, and I have to send paperwork to prove it, or... I can get a religious exemption if I go see a priest and he fills out paperwork. And they said this was mandatory, and I, uh, they're implying that you know you would be kicked out of school if you didn't fucking do it. Well, I didn't even realize that was a policy until like I started going to NCTR toxicology lab. I didn't even realize that. You know, I was supposed to be getting fucking flu shots because it never fucking crossed my mind, man. I had never, ever had a, any desire to get a flu shot. They've been passing those things out for quite a while. But I remember even when I first saw people, you know, flu shots, because they, they had a whole mind control advertising campaign. One of their catch tags, catch phrases is, uh, vaccines are safe and effective. <laughs> I mean, that's what, so part of the religious vaccine dogma. You know, just a nice one-liner that any pediatrician or any doctor can just give you and any pro-vaccine person who, uh, you know, thinks everyone should be vaccinated or whatever, they can say, well, vaccines are safe and effective. <laughs> it's like, no, dude, they're not fucking safe. And, and as this documentary shows... Most of them are fucking total shit when it comes to effectiveness. But they're sure as fuck not safe. I mean, you have no neurotoxins, carcinogens in the fucking vaccines. Some of them have Roundup in the vaccines now. Glyphosate is in a fucking vaccine. Because the biological material that... You know, the antigen that was supposed to get your immune system to remember this antigen and produce antibodies. These antigens are grown in GMO fucking crops that are contaminated in Roundup. And what they've found now is that the vaccines have Roundup. And what that does, glyphosate will open your blood-brain barrier. And not only does glyphosate do that... And cause cancer, according to World Health Organization. But the stuff that's also in vaccines is called polysorbate 80. It's an emulsifier. What that does is get all of it all mixed together evenly in the vial so it's not layered. Like if there was some fat in the vial, it would float to the top. Or so it, the emulsifier gets it all mixed up nice, but it also opens your blood-brain barrier. And then that, that conveniently makes it so that the aluminum to which the antigen binds to and uh, other, other stuff can just pass right into your fucking brain. <laughs> and then... then it can cause uh, Alzheimer's. 
you know, it can, it can cause autism. And this is another one of their religious... Uh, this is a fucking religion, this vaccine thing. And you have a bunch of programmed dum-dums are walking around everywhere. And they will try to tell you that vaccines haven't been proven to cause autism. And there's like so, so much research going into every aspect of all this vaccine shit and you can you can just look into it for a little while and then you're like i'm not fucking risking it no way no way not even gonna risk it and the government has already um admitted that vaccines do cause autism and with their left hand they will tell you they do but then on the CDC website and on the right hand and in the propaganda media campaign, they will tell you that, no, no, they, they don't. There's been no science to, to back up those claims, is what they'll say. But then, <laughs> in their database that shows adverse events, they will, you know, they will say autism. We, I mean, the kid was fine, and then we gave him this vaccine, and now he's fucking full-blown autistic out of nowhere. And then they will have this court that has already paid three and a half billion dollars to people who are victims of vaccine poisoning and a lot of them had autistic kids and that's why they got paid so it's like the government itself admits that they do cause autism but somehow you still have people saying that somehow this is still a controversial topic as if you know the word controversial simply means in latin from versare and contra meaning you're face to face with change and that's what controversial really means it doesn't mean that this is up for debate or that the truth is hasn't been discovered what it really means is that once you know the truth is discovered and you realize how fucked up and wrong everybody is yeah yeah and i use that word wrong and there's nothing wrong with telling someone that they're wrong when they're fucking wrong that's what you're supposed to do that's the right thing to do because <laughs> otherwise who, how else are they supposed to um realize that they were wrong and then stop being wrong and become right right so whenever somebody says that there's no evidence that vaccines cause autism and that you're a fucking conspiracy nut just say no man that's stupid. You're a fucking... You're the one who's the stupid person. Not me. <laughs> and you can point them to... Um, this documentary is an excellent resource. Because they, they just lay it all out. with, And it's 12 hours. And it covers the whole fucking thing. I mean, it's probably the most in-depth. I've learned so many facts about vaccines. From this documentary than from anything else. And I, I do a little bit of research do it here and there. I've picked up quite a bit of stuff. You know, been to Free Your Mind Conference three times. Been aware of this whole vaccine shit for quite a while, and I knew about the aluminum, and I knew about the thimerosal, and I knew that it had weird animal parts and weird DNA. I didn't know about the polysorbate 80. I didn't know about the Roundup. I, I had heard that, but, you know, I don't know. They just had so much mind-blowing stuff in there that uh, if, if you're sort of passionate about helping people not to uh, fuck their life up with all of these traps that the government has laid out, and it's mainly the government. You know, the government's in there. The government is controlled by corporations and bankers, so they all work together, but the government um, is sort of their shared tool. They're their shared weapon. 
they all share the same gun. The government's this big bully that <laughs> sold out to all these other little big bullies. So it's a good way, it's a good place to blame, put the blame on the government, but the real blame in this case goes to the doctors, that they're the ones most to blame, again. And blame is another one of those politi <laughs> politically incorrect buzzwords that get people all uh, weird. They're like, well, you can't blame anyone. That's bad. It's bad to blame people. It's bad to judge people. And see, this is another one of those <laughs> hilarious uh, self-contradictions because they're, they they will tell you that it's bad to judge and it's bad to blame people. And then it's like they're blaming and judging you for being bad because you blamed and judged someone else. So they're just sitting there saying that it's bad to blame someone. And if you blame someone, well, then you're a bad person and you shouldn't blame people. That's you're <laughs> So it's like they're blaming you for doing something wrong when all you did was blame someone else. Who was that, you know, I find it to be contradictory. They want to judge you for judging someone else. They say you can't judge anybody. What are you, stupid? You're a bad person. You're ignorant. That's why you're judging people. <laughs> it's like what do you <laughs> judgment do you have ju you gotta judge some things otherwise how would you know what not to do if you couldn't judge judge and say look what happens when you do something bad I used my judgment and I didn't do that bad thing I chose not to do that because I have good judgment <laughs> does that make <laughs> none of the buzzword judgment oh Language is, you know, just kind of uh, limited, obviously. Got to overcome these limitations. Stop game being so emotionally attached to labels. Labels that have multiple meanings. Like, the word judgment has multiple meanings. It means to determine the veracity of something. You know, how, how in line it is with the truth. It means to look at a person and maybe detect where they've gone off the path and how on the path they are. Uh, and it also means incorrect judgment, which is where the negative emotions come in, is that people have been judged incorrectly by and harshly by uh, you know people who are not in line with truth. So they had bad judgment. Let's say uh, a judge, you know, in a courtroom, clearly somebody with bad judgment, and I am judging the judge because he's judging people based on not even his own opinion. Really, it's just he's following orders. He's like, the, someone else wrote laws, and he is judging people based on laws that aren't even... You know, they can change, and it's more moral relative, and it's not even his judgment that he's using. He's using the fucking system's judgment, and he's throwing people in cages, you know, for smoking plants and shit. That's bad judgment, and this is part of why people get all emotional and weird and a little bit hateful whenever you even use the word judge, and they'll be like, what, are you judging me? And you, you shouldn't judge people. Don't ever judge anyone. It's like, no, um... See, you don't want to judge people incorrectly. That's the problem. That's where... And and hypocritically, too. 
It's when you are either incorrect in your judgment or you're hypocritical. And you condemn other people. When you condemn other people for something that is wrong and condemnable, you know, maybe they should be condemned for that. But if you are also doing that same behavior and you want to sit there and blame and condemn other people, that's called hypocritical. So that is where the negative... And, you know, the universe says you will be judged, and this is in the Bible too, but as you judge others, so shall you be judged. And what that's telling you is that if you're going to hold everyone else to a certain moral standard, that same moral standard will be held for you. So be careful, you know, what you, uh, what moral standard you're going to look and judge other people for. Because if you're not, if you're, if you can't even live up to your own moral standard, that's not going to go well for you under natural law. Because <laughs> if you're judging others and even punishing them or, uh, you know, trying to force them to stop doing something that, um, even if it is sound judgment and it is not a right to do that thing under natural law. So even if you're correct in your judgment and you try to act on that judgment, which was a, which was a good judgment, but you're acting on another person for, let's say, let's say that person, um, killed an animal, right? Maybe they were hunting and they killed an animal. And you're like, well, that was wrong. And you're correct. That was wrong. You shouldn't kill animals. They're innocent and pure and beautiful. Unless, of course, it's in self-defense. If it's in self-defense, see, now we're at a much, much uh, higher, higher, higher moral standard. And this is where the government is so fucked up is because sometimes they will prosecute people and they will put people in cages who for killing someone in self-defense and they will like almost like place the burden of proof on you that it was self-defense or I don't know I haven't been there thank God but uh, that's that's why this country isn't free I mean it's like you can't even walk around with a gun because you're so terrified of what will happen if you shoot somebody because you know you're going to end up in one of these stupid fucking courts or you might I mean the fear comes in right after you shoot you shoot a person in self-defense it's like a guy tries to attack you with a gun let's say you shoot him in self-defense and now what do you do because we're in America what do you do you have your ID what if you forgot your ID what does that mean well, I don't have my concealed carry license. Shit, I left my concealed carry license. Now I'm in trouble. I don't have my fucking ID. They're gonna think I'm. They're gonna think I'm a gang member or something because I don't have my fucking ID. And you know how cops get when you don't have your ID. That's like a fucking mortal sin for them. They kill people for less than that, and they have. Then you know, it's like, well, shit. I'm supposed to call a lawyer. And what if I forgot the lawyer's phone number? And there's a dead person sitting there. And there's fucking probably cops on the way already. And I and I'm supposed to tell them what? I know I'm not supposed to talk to cops because I'm smart. Some people probably would talk to cops, but don't ever fucking talk to cops. And then, then they show up and they're now they they want a statement out of you. And what if they're extra big bully cops? And so they don't like it when you don't t when you don't cooperate with them. And then. 
see, this is just all fear. It's the whole place is full of fear, and so and so you're like, well, I don't even know if I should bring a gun out of my house because all of this shit will happen if you have to use your gun. Could happen. Even if all that goes well and you manage to get out of there without talking to cops, once they get you in fucking court, who knows what the fuck's going to happen then. I mean, the whole, it's a big gang member society, and, it's, and once they get you in there, they're like, well, how can we figure out how to get this guy out of here and into a jail? Is that, <laughs> there's a monetary incentive, and they all got to feel like, you know, they have some sort of, some of these people that work for the system, I swear they think that they're doing some sort of service to society, or, and they, they're a little bit self-righteous about it. Like I, I had a cop pull me over. It's kind of a funny story because I was on my way to, to Jonesboro to do a job at Andy's Frozen Custard, right, to work on the computers. And then right outside of Jonesboro, you know, it's, that, it's getting more and more crazy with this police state. It's just getting more and more ridiculous because... And all these little towns, um, they just have all these speed traps for, for endless speed traps. And this has been going on for decades and decades and decades. It's just this routine where they fucking violate your rights and then they screw your day up and then they they um, act like little dominators and give you this uh, cortisol and adrenaline rush for nothing just because, you know, you went over an arbitrarily set speed limit that some idiot like politician made up who knows who who even knows who sets these stupid speed limits nobody <laughs> and so they have all these traps all over the place and this is one of their main revenue generators like this is just like they're that's how bad it is i can't stand it so i'm driving on i'm almost to jonesboro and i'm like oh I, whoa i was 13 over sorry i went 73 God forbid I go 73 <laughs> on the highway. God forbid. You know, and you don't even notice when you're going over the speed limit because it's like, it's a big fucking highway. Uh, just about everyone goes over the speed limit, so it's 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 not like uh, it's, a, it's a hard thing to do to drive too fast. Too fast, and it's not too fast because it's safe. And, you know, you can handle the car just fine at that speed. So why, why, who are you to tell me, you fucking pig? Who are you to tell me that I can't drive 73? When you, I see these motherfuckers driving like 90, you know, you see it here and there. Especially if they turn the lights on, but sometimes they don't even have to turn the lights on. So why is it that they can drive like 80 or 90 or however fast they want? But as soon as I go 73, they fucking armed, pull this armed robber bullshit and get away with it. It's like, that. Just that fact alone is worth killing people over. I mean, that's not okay. You can't fucking pull people over for doing something that you do all the fucking time. That is not a right. And if Americans had any fucking balls, we would have been. We would have never even made it to this point where they're um, vaccine holocausting people. I mean, the only reason this is happening is because. Our ancestors, once they started this whole speed limit bullshit, they didn't fucking have a revolution then, and so it just had to continue getting worse, and now <laughs> it's projected that in 2032, one out of every two kids will have autism. If if we continue this uh, curve that we're on, 
and this trend that's been going on for the last few decades with the autism, one out of every two new kids will be will be autistic. And from what I understand about autism, especially when it's bad autism, is that you can't fucking take care of yourself. So, like, if half of the people that are being born can't fucking take care of themselves in their whole life, how the fuck is that going to work out? <laughs> I mean, can you just imagine that? It's, it doesn't sound... Uh... So, obviously, something has to change. Obviously. And it will change. Because uh, I, Jay Parker one time said that the people in America have been over-abused... And uh, there's plenty of them that are starting to realize it. Even more and more people are realizing it every day, the abuse. Vaccines is a good uh, way to wake somebody up. Because the vaccines um, are easily, easily proven to be completely dangerous. And uh, there's so much good information on them now. Like that, the Truth About Vaccines documentary by Ty, Ty Bollinger is the host. Just that documentary alone will get somebody to question the whole fucking system because the CDC and FDA and all these government fucking liars and their little order followers at the hospitals, you know, all of them have just been lying and killing people. And it's a eugenics operation and people are getting autism and every, probably a lot of these people whose kids get autism, they're like, well, how the fuck did this happen? And then they start looking into it and then they're like... Well, this all goes right back to the government and to these order-following doctors from the Rothschild Controlled Medical School. And they're like, wow, I'm awake now. I had to learn the really, really hard way. I wouldn't wish uh, anybody to have to learn that way, but the fact is more and more people are learning the hard way. And once you learn the hard way, then you know. And uh, that sort of motivates you to make it to put the truth out there so other people don't have to learn the hard way. And to call, call the government and um, doctors out on their dangerous bullshit. So all that's going on because, you know, people are starting to realize, you know, things like that. Like fluoride being a neurotoxin and they put it in the water. Coincidence? Do you think they accidentally poisoned the water with fluoride and they've... And, They've known about this, it being poisonous the whole time. And there's more and more studies every year that come out and say fluoride is bad. And it's still in the fucking water. I mean, that's enough reason to fucking kill people. <laughs> you can't just poison the fucking water and not and expect nobody to do anything about it, okay? Like, what? <laughs> Grow some balls, people. This is this is like a genocide. If you if you love yourself, you're not gonna just allow people to poison your water and get away with it, and poison your kids and give them autism and get away with it and poison everyone else's kids. And you're certainly not gonna just let them shoot you up when just because they demand that you do it at work. Like if I worked at a hospital and I had a, actually went through nursing school and all this bullshit or doctor school and I worked at a hospital, and they told me that. I had to uh, get a flu shot or they're going to fire me. First thing I would do is not get the flu shot. And this is the approach that I took at grad school and my entire PhD in career, future career in science. All of it was on the line, of course, and they could have terminated me 
anytime they wanted to. But I was, I just played it cool, and I was like, I'm not getting a fucking flu shot. These people are sick. This is fucking sick. <laughs> I knew what it was. I knew it was bad. And uh, I was like, shit. I, I just had to accept it. I was like, well, they might fire me over this, and I might not get my PhD, but fuck it, dude. I'm not, not going to let them shoot me up with poison. I don't trust them. I don't need no flu shot. I never got the flu. I'm fucking healthy. I get, you know, I'm healthier than all these motherfuckers. I'm not sure as hell not going to let a bunch of sick motherfuckers shoot me up with poison and claim that I need it. So I just, I just kept it to myself and I was like, I didn't answer any emails. I didn't, I didn't uh, try to go get any type of permission slip from a religious authority. I just didn't do anything. I just ignored it. Nobody said anything. What do you know? And I was a student at a hospital, and they required it. So that was at UAMS. I don't know. That's, I'm sure it's different at a lot of them. But the first thing I would do is not get a flu shot. And it seems like a uh, alternative to this in hospitals is that you can wear a mask. <laughs> For, you can wear a mask uh, every day that you're there all day long, which would be uncomfortable as shit. I mean, who's going to want to do that? And it would sort of stand, you would stand out as being, you know, one of those weirdos who doesn't get vaccinated and, you know, a little bit of a antisocial because you didn't get your flu shot. And, oh, I don't even think I should associate with you because I might get the flu. Obviously, you're going to get it. <laughs> so if it was me working at the hospital, I would just fucking not get the shot and I would wear the stupid mask if they only when they force me to. When they ask me to, then I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll wear a stupid mask. And then people would start asking me and then I would be very, very vocal and very harsh and extremely truthful. The hard truth that no one wants to hear. I would just tell them right to their face that they're all... Um, all this truth about vaccines and I would just start repeating it everywhere I go and I'd be like you you all need to do something about this because this is bullshit I'm really sick of wearing this on my face I might even have to get a new job I mean I might go that far but that would be a tragedy man you work so hard in stupid medical school for eight, four or eight years you know it's like they got them by the balls you work eight years in stupid medical school, and then they tell you you have to get jabbed with fucking poison. And what are you going to do, man? The courageous ones will make damn sure that that's, they, they don't get the jab. That's the courageous ones. But there's so many of them that have just been completely demoralized and beaten down by medical school itself. I mean, that's a total... Mind control, trauma-based mind control in and of itself. Um, this type of schooling that goes on all the way till you're like 30. And I hear they sleep-deprive some of the medical school people. At least they used to, I don't know. Sleep-deprive them only because there's so much work and, you know, all these lab rotations. Or you got to do your rotations and see all these patients and this and that and that. And on and on and on and on it goes. And you're just like, dude, I just want to... Uh, maybe either help people or I just want to be live alone and be you know get some money so that I can pay for my shit why is it this fucking hard to just pay for your shit I thought it <laughs> why is it this hard and then if you finally get out of medical school and now it's even more hard because you go to this totalitarian dictatorship of a hospital and then 
And, oh, to top it all, icing on the cake. Oh, we have to jab you up with fucking mercury. Sorry. <laughs> and we're not even going to tell you there's mercury in there. We're going to lie to you and try to tell you that you need this flu shot or you're going to get the flu because you're going to be exposed to flu because there's people with the flu here. And the immune system isn't any good. What's an immune system going to do? This is a deadly flu. Don't you know that... Um, and it's an overblown thing. That's another fact from the documentary. The idea that the flu is that fucking deadly. It's not. Because a lot of these flu um, symptoms are actually not from influenza virus, which is what the vaccine targets. I think it targets like influenza 1, one and 2 virus. And flu-like symptoms can come from all of these other viruses. And the viruses mutate every year. And so they can't even predict what the fucking virus is going to be this year, but they try to anyway, just so they can sell fucking shots to you. <laughs> and they've, and then there's plenty of examples of people getting a flu shot and then getting the fucking flu. And then there's plenty of people fucking getting the flu shot and having all of these horrible things happen to them because of the mercury. So it sounds like um, it's about time for a revolution. If it... it if it's going to be a non-violent revolution, there's only one way to do that. I mean, that's what everyone wants. We don't want to have to, you know, become psychopaths and, and kill everyone in self-defense. I don't want to. Because there's usually collateral damage whenever you get in a fight with somebody. A physical uh, fight, you know, with guns or fists or whatever. It's very, very likely and you got to be really careful with something like that you want that's why it's good to practice martial arts and you know tactical types of things because when you get in a fight with just one person with just one person it's so easy to get injured in the process even if you knock them out or even if you uh, are able to disarm them or whatever it is it is so easy to take to walk home with a fucking injury and maybe they could even beat you. Maybe they're stronger than you and they fucking kill you. So this is where we're at with government. To try to fight them on the physical level, level, you know, there will be collateral damage. There will be innocent people that die and get hurt and all this other shit. And um, it'll be a gigantic waste of energy. And the only way for that not to happen where we're at in this country, the only way for this to end relatively peacefully is for people to start caring about the truth the actual truth not the religious fake version of the truth and start looking into this type of stuff and start helping other people to look into it too on their for themselves and you don't even have to get them looking into it for themselves i mean so you know one way to start that process is to just verbatim brain dump on them like I did it the the other night. I went to uh, last night. I went to the rock climbing gym, and there was like a couple people there that I had struck up a conversation with, and they said they worked at the hospital. And I was like, "Oh shit, you work at the hospital? They don't make you get flu shots, do they?" <laughs> They're like, "Yeah." They and I was like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> And they're like, well, how? I don't want to know. And they're like, yeah. Well, I was like, well, 
it's really better if you do know, but I don't want to force you to know. And so I told him about the whole mercury 250 times the toxic waste limit in a flu vaccine. And they walked off, and I told them about that documentary, um, The Truth About Vaccines. And so they went home with that, and who knows, maybe they'll watch it. Maybe they'll watch it, and then maybe they'll go to work and then make everyone there watch it. And it could have started a fucking chain reaction, and maybe they'll make some actual noise, because they're the ones who are, who are going to have to deal with toxic fucking mercury, overdoses of mercury. You know, if they if they take that serious, and maybe they were ready for it, maybe they were ready to look into something like that, because maybe that in their own mind they questioned stupid vaccines and they thought it was bullshit to have to get a vaccine when you're fucking in perfectly good shape at a rock climbing gym and you're young and you're fucking um, in perfectly good shape, and and then you 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 went all the way through this medical school, so you're at least smart enough to do that, and then they want to fucking tell you that you have to get a fucking shot. And they don't even tell you what's in it. They just say it's safe and effective. <laughs> I mean, that's just completely condescending. Condescending. Like that like that doesn't sit well with me. Whenever whenever they told me in the email, I was just like it was stunning. I was like people actually go along with this bullshit. This is ridiculous. I mean, it was creepy, and I found it to be completely totalitarian and authoritarian, and I was like, this is, what is wrong with these people? How does this guy sleep at night, the guy sending these emails? He was a total fucking communist. One time he got really mad at me, the guy did, because I had the nerve to apply for a fucking grant, because the stupid people told me to try to get more money. Wanted me to get more money, so I applied for a, a grant, even though I was already being paid. I don't know why I needed more money. They just told me to, and so I so I was like, okay, I'll apply for this grant. And then the head of UMS, not the head, but the guy that also happens to send out all the emails telling us all to get vaccinated, he, he wanted me to schedule a meeting with him because I had specifically said that somebody at UMS was telling me that I can't apply for this grant. I, yeah, I reported this to the people who had put out the grant application because this was another just example of stupidity when it comes to the university system and the government system. This is They have this weird obsession with diversity. I mean, and, and it's an unhealthy obsession with it because like they will make grants that they're not allowed to say. This was the weird thing about it is they're not allowed to say in the grant application that it's for minorities. But there's this code word where on the ones that are for minorities and if you're white, you shouldn't apply for it. <laughs> and that's just what the guy at the head of UMS told me. He said, you're not a minority and you're white and you're not supposed to be applying for this grant. And I was like, what do you mean? It doesn't say that anywhere in the grant. And he's like, well, it's code. They can't just say that. That's politically incorrect to just say that. But there's this code word at the bottom that says, as always, we encourage um, ethnic minorities and people with different, you know, whatever. It was some whitewashed thing where it was like, they said, it said, as always, we encourage minorities to apply for this grant. And apparently that was a, a code word 
to tell to tell people under the table that white people aren't supposed to apply because we're never going to hire a white person with this grant. <laughs> I mean, I mean the dude told me this to my face and I didn't believe him. I thought I thought he was totally full of shit. And so I, I emailed <laughs> I emailed the people who who made the grant application and told him what he told me. And I, and I told him that he wouldn't let me apply for this because I'm white. And he told me that the grant application says that I shouldn't apply for it. And then they, they emailed me back and they were like, oh, no, no, you that's not right. You're, it, everyone, everyone can equally apply for it. And then I sent it back to him and I was like, look, they told me that I can't apply. Why are you blocking me? And then he got super fucking pissed off, and he had me come over to his uh, office, and I had never met this fucking douchebag. He had me come over there, and he was fucking angry at me, and he's and he's told me that I completely uh, embarrassed him, and that this was this was code, and I should just drop it like a fucking dictator, you know? Total fucking douchebag. Didn't like that guy at all. And he's the one who also tells everyone they have to get a fucking flu shot. Or that they should just quit school, which would have been fine with me now. That's what I should have done. I should have just quit. Fuck that shit. But I didn't, and I didn't even get any goddamn flu shots either. Not a single one. So that's my story of how I avoided um, autism. <laughs> Hopefully that inspires other people to also avoid autism by saying no to bullshit vaccines. And if you don't believe me, do your own research. That's all I can tell you to do. You don't have to believe me because that would be silly. But at least fucking look into it because this is uh, the stakes are very, very high with this issue. It is it is an eugenics operation. They are trying to murder and uh, take you know reduce the population size. They have said that on the Georgia Guidestones, which is a monument in Georgia. On a ley line, if I remember correctly, that says that they want there to be 500,000, 500 million people. Yeah, 500 million people on the planet. And that they consider that a sustainable population size. And it's a very creepy monument. And the implication is that they're going to have to murder 6.5 or 7 billion people so that they can get it down to 500 million. And Bill Gates has this creepy obsession with vaccines and vaccinating people and sterilizing them, too. He's got all these weird depopulation agenda plans. And what David Icke says is he, David Icke says that uh, anytime Bill Gates says something, you can tell it's the hidden hand. It isn't Bill Gates. He's just a front person. Anything, anything he says is the hidden hand's plan. I kind of like that philosophy. And I like the whole idea of the hidden hand, the Satan's little evil hand that secretly controls and mind controls the whole planet. I think that you should give the uh, bright and obvious middle finger to the hidden hand and put it up so big that everyone around sees that you're flipping off the uh, hidden hand. Because that'll inspire them to do it too, and then we can forget about the stupid hidden hand and it'll lose all its power. But, uh. Even if you, um, already agree with me that vaccines are total bullshit and stupid, it would be helpful to watch this documentary just because the. It was so information dense, and you will have so, so much new knowledge and confidence in yourself. 
about this issue that like like for a while I wouldn't I wouldn't bring up issues that I don't know a lot about, right? Like if I'm not going to bother trying to defend a position when I don't really know that much about it. But so this is why it's always good to look into new things. Cuz the more you know, the more powerful you are to make change on this planet. Especially if you have a wide variety of eclectic knowledge about, about different important topics and you can see how how the dots are connected in the big picture and vaccines is one of these dots that a very big dot and having all of these individual tiny dots inside of that dot these little facts that all paint a very nasty picture of what's going on like, like just think about this uh, the fucking CDC set a vaccine schedule a uh, prescription kinda for a recipe for the entire fucking country to follow. Like, that's some control freak bullshit just by itself. That you would have one tiny little group of uh, bureaucrats dictating to 300 or more million people that they need to be injecting certain fucking things directly into their bloodstream. They really expect people to do this. Like, that's that's what they... <laughs> they really expect people, just because they said so, to inject themselves and to inject their babies and to inject other people. I mean, this is, the doctors are doing this. So they expect all these doctors to inject 300 million people with fucking different things... For for no reason other than that's what they said so, said to do. And another weird thing, this is a very very big red flag, is that doctors, pediatricians, get kickbacks for every fucking vaccine that they give. They give they get like a fourteen dollar kickback. So if they give a kid a shot, they get 14 fucking dollars. And another weird fucking thing, this is coming from the insurance company. Like Blue, Blue Cross Blue Shield has this pol as their policy. But another weird policy they have is that if a pediatrician's office is able to give at least 63% of their patients or the kids the full vaccine um, if they can fully vaccinate every kid, meaning they didn't miss a single vaccine and they got them all on time for 63% of the kids, then the office and the practice gets $400. And it might even be the actual pediatrician himself. He gets $400 for every kid that he sh that is in his practice, even including the ones that he didn't shoot up. So if there was a 1000 kids and that were your patients and that's um uh, an actual example of a size of a of a uh, large practice i guess this was in the movie a guy had a you know a thousand or so little kids that he uh, he had been seeing and if he was able to vaccinate 630 of them at least then that means he gets a thousand times four hundred dollars what four hundred dollars for every kid in his practice and that adds up to four million fucking dollars in one year. Like that is like t 
total a clear bribery. I mean, a massive bribery by a, by an insurance company to just bribe the doctor into forcing, and then they even have propaganda directed at the doctors, explaining to them how they can pressure parents who are questioning vaccines, how they can psychologically manipulate and put pressure on them to just forget all that and just vaccinate it now. And then it includes like intimidation and shit. Intimidation and saying that I'm the doctor and that you should just, uh, I'm not going to take care of you anymore and then you're not my patient anymore if you don't do it my way. <laughs> like that's, there There was instructions from, I don't know, the government probably. It was in the movie. And they get $4 million <laughs> if they can get a certain number of their kids fully vaccinated. With all this poison that is guaranteed to fuck them up to at least a small degree. See, autism and all this shit, all this toxicity is a spectrum. And there's many factors that will depend, that will um, determine how bad your reaction is going to be when you're getting these type of toxins. But if you're getting the toxins, you can guarantee that you're going to have some ba some amount of bad effect. It might either be not noticeable, which if you're lucky, yeah, yeah it won't be noticeable, but... I bet you it's still there. You don't want to be just injecting mercury. It's like playing Russian roulette, except you know you're going to get at least a little bit of toxicity. What they say is uh, with stuff like neurotoxins, like mercury and aluminum, there isn't a safe amount. You know, you could have just one molecule of mercury. It's going to fuck something up. I mean, it's like the second most toxic substance in the world, I mean, the only things tox more toxic than mercury are, like, radioactive shit. And they want to inject babies with fucking mercury. And what do you think that's going to lead to in our fucking society? I'll tell you what it'll lead to. And this was even in the movie in episode 5. They even had they even said this. One, one of the doctors that was at me in an interview, he said this. He's like... Yeah, this is the beginning of a fucking civil war. <laughs> like, this is not going to end well. They, they brought this up twice. Um, two separate people that were interviewed. They're like, yep, civil war. Uh, the only way out of this is civil disobedience. They're coming at you with... They're coming at us with guns and with police uh, power. And uh, that's basically what the answer is. Is like, we just stop. Like, one one thing... They had an example of a... A hospital where they all just faked the paperwork, the nurses, and they got a doctor to sign off saying that they had had the vaccine, but none of them actually took it. And they, they had an example of another hospital where they just, they, he said that they were vaccinating an orange, so they would open the vaccine and use it on an orange and then fake all the paperwork and say they, that they, they actually took it or gave it to kids or something. So that's a good example of a way to get... Because you sure as hell... The, the worst thing you should do is actually vaccinate. That's the worst fucking thing. And that's my opinion. After watching that documentary, I think it's a fucking stupid idea to take even one vaccine from these fucking demonic, satanic, known eugenicists. Why would you even trust them with one fucking vaccine? Let alone the entire schedule of 69... 
they they want to vaccinate kids 69 times with like 16 different vaccines so they repeat they repeatedly inject them and each one of these times is going to have toxic shit in it and they 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 will do like eight different injections on the same day sometimes and so it's like um Imagine if you're like one and a half years old and then you go in for MMR and they give you this other shit vaccines too. And maybe the MMR wouldn't have killed you, but well, they also gave you flu shot and then they also gave you this other shit. So you just got like f four doses of aluminum and three doses of uh, mercury and they were all overdoses. So now you got a s double, triple, quadruple overdose of alu both aluminum and mercury, and you got glyphosate, and you got polysorbate 80, and you got this weird DNA, and you got fucking monkey fetal tissue. <laughs> I mean, this people fucking drop dead from this shit. They were saying in the in the documentary, there's probably sudden infant death syndrome has got to be um, a lot of that has got to be actually vaccine reactions that were misclassified or. Um, then the doctors aren't trained to look for vaccine adverse events. They're not told what to even look for. They, they they will tell you it's normal. Oh, your baby didn't wake up for two days after he had that vaccine. He just slept for two days and wouldn't even wake up. Oh, well, that's normal. Or, oh, your baby is having seizures? Well, that's normal. <laughs> it's like, oh, your baby can't even fucking uh, look anywhere. He won't even look at you anymore. He just stares at the ceiling. Well, that's normal. We um, You should come in and we'll give him an antibiotic. Literally, that's that's what's going on. It's a very, very nasty situation. And uh, it's not, it can't, can't continue forever. Literally, it can't. Because, uh, like they said on this um, curve, growth curve, and by 2032, going at this rate, one in every two kids will have autism. <laughs> and if Americans are stupid enough to let it go that far, well... I mean, that seems like the point of no return to me. Well, I don't even know what would happen by, by then. We'll see. I think it'll change directions. Truth will fucking spread, hopefully, like wild, wildfire on this one. I mean, but at the same time, how long have we known that fluoride is bad? And why is it still in the drinking water? Anybody? Can anyone answer that? Why the fuck is fluoride still in the drinking water? It's ridiculous. Maybe people just stop going to the stupid hospital. That's what I would do. I haven't been. The fucking... I still have health insurance. I don't even know why. It costs stupid money and I never use it. I wouldn't want to go to the doctor. No way. I don't fucking trust the doctor. I haven't been in a long time. I'm going to stop going to the dentist too. I don't trust the dentist either. Not one bit. I mean, he's just like the fucking doctor. He follows orders and, you know, he, he goes, gives you weird chemicals. You don't ever check the safety of anything he's giving you. Like fluoride. I know they give me fluoride if I go to the dentist. I, I've just used to going there my whole life and that's got to change. I'm taking a, more responsibility. I actually saw a book I downloaded. It's called When There Was No Dentist. Amazon recommended it to me, but it caught my attention and it seemed like I should read it. So it was like uh, in Africa, or 
Yeah, they're set in Africa, and there's another one called When There Were When There Was No Doctor, When There Is No Doctor, and When There Is No Dentist. And it tells you how to fucking take care of your teeth without any fucking dentist, and how to take care of cavities and all this shit without any of their bullshit. And like, you know, they fucking the worst part of the dentist, and I and I just I'm never fucking doing this again because I hate it. They will sit. They will stick that needle right in the back of your fucking jaw, and they will squirt this unknown, probably toxic. I don't. I hope not, but I'm not gonna trust them ever again. They will squirt that right into your fucking gums or in your jaw or something. It hurts like a bitch. They will. That's the worst part. And then it numbs your whole fucking face like Novocaine or something. God, I hate that bullshit. I can't even believe I did that so many times. Oh, so stupid. Because I got cavities. <sighs> you know why I got cavities? From bullshit food, man. McDonald's and bullshit. Bad start. I'm looking forward to... Uh, the next lifetime, you know, it'll be cool. I mean, my my life's actually getting pretty damn cool lately. Pretty, not bad at all. Um, not very much complaints at this point in time. Uh, my spirits are very, very, very high. A lot of good synchronicities, good energies are coming into my life. Very, very grateful. So I can go on like an hour and a half political rant, and it might sound like I'm angry and I'm in being negative, but I'm like, no, man. If you want people to be healthy, I'm just uh, hopefully somebody actually listened this far into the podcast. <laughs> so you know, an hour and a half in might get old. Actually, I think I did. I think I put quite a few facts in there. Tried to remember everything. The main stuff that I learned there was so much in there though, uh, but really. The individual facts, when you get them in your mind and you hear them at least once, you remember. You're like, you might not remember all the facts about vaccines because there were so many in that documentary, but you remember that it was so damn convincing that you're now you're not going to take no for an answer and you're really going to make this a sticking point. And from now on, uh, I'm going to make it even more of a sticking point because for the people close to me, I was constantly telling them not to fucking vaccinate and it's toxic and, and it was like they're... You're completely in fear if you think you need that bullshit, because you fucking don't. There's <laughs> like one time my mom tried to tell me I needed stupid tetanus shot because because I had been gardening barefoot. And I was like, "What the fuck? Are you really that afraid?" I had to tell her I was like, "That's stupid, mom." that's fucking dumb you're just being afraid and I showed her this other documentary that I haven't even watched all of but I'd heard about it it's called Trace Amounts I mean there's so many vaccine documentaries out now there's Vaxxed I haven't seen Vaxxed that one's gotta be horrific Trace Amounts is about a guy and it's about vaccines in general but one of the stories that the guy who produced it he could see he had to learn the hard way and once you learn the hard way, then you're like, then you want to get to the bottom of it. You want to feel, be like, how did this fucking shit happen? 
and then you start researching and you look in and you f- realize it's not completely your fault because the whole fucking society is completely exploding itself and totally fucked. And uh, you were born in a totally fucked society, so... <laughs> yeah, they, they f- one of the first things they do is chop your foreskin off, rip it off. Of course they're going to fucking be shooting you up with mercury and shit. If they're going to rip your fucking foreskin off with no anesthetic and give you... Kids can get brain damage just from the amount of trauma of ripping their foreskin off. Circumcision. And and it's like, how is that still going on? How? How... (laughs) Why is this change going so fucking slow? It's and it's because there is a fundamental root cause of all of these problems that people have not come to understand yet, and therefore they are powerless to change any of this bullshit. And one of those root causes is this religious belief system, a false religion called authority. And authority is one of the root belief systems that has to be identified and completely uh, debunked the idea that anyone has authority over anyone else, that is one of the root causes of all of these fucking problems. And the problems, see, because this this root cause hasn't been addressed and fixed and people haven't, people still believe that authority is real and that the U.S. government has authority. Because people still believe that, large amounts of them do, this type of crazy, crazy shit, these eugenics operations, all of and these crazy wars, 9-11, I mean, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Or, I see, I think we're, we've turned it around already. People are starting to wake up to it. I mean, once, once you wake up and once I wake up, once I woke up, that was um, the beginning of my forgiveness process. And the way that the quantum universe works is the external reality begins to mirror what you uh, um, are now carrying and believe and understand internally. You know, your spiritual progress will be mirrored in the external world. In some ways, or to a certain degree, or you know, by by people in general, you'll move in a certain direction. And since since I've sort of switched directions and I'm really, really on the path and I've been learning a lot, and uh, that means in the external world, I'm going to see rapid, rapid changes. And it's not going to take a fucking hundred years for them to get the fluoride out of the water. Because I learned about it a few years ago. And I, I've been repeating it and the vaccines too. Either that or, you know, the universe will work it out to where I'm outside of the city and, and somehow we we're, we manage to protect ourselves against stupid uh, vaccines. We just tell them to fuck off. Go vaccinate yourself. <laughs> That's the only person you have a right to vaccinate anyway. Just vaccinate, stick it in yourself and see and let me know how that goes. <laughs> if, you, if you start vaccinating yourself with all the vaccines, you know, Mr. Scientist or Mr. Doctor... And you come back to me a year later after taking, like, uh, all 69 of those vaccines that you want to jab babies up with. (laughs) Come back to me a year later after you've taken 69 of your own vaccines. And then you tell me, (laughs) we'll we'll take a before and after picture. And we'll see how much progress you've made. (laughs) 
then maybe if you if you look like you're totally jacked and and way better if you're way better off maybe we could talk but even i even know better than that i would just be impressed if anybody was better off after 69 vaccines <laughs> i mean just saying that just makes you laugh because it's so ridiculous i mean it's so outlandish that that's even happening that they would inject kids with 69 aluminum and mercury <laughs> it's like this is like such an obvious eugenics operation i mean this is nazi germany type shit i mean it's so in your face especially with all the science coming out all over the place and the amount of information now i mean the fact that it still goes on what it tells you is they just they haven't got to the root cause yet which was authority there is no authority that's the message that can take down all of this stuff at once there is no authority you do not have to obey and it is better not to obey it is best to tell them they are not authorities as you know teamwork let's use some teamwork here they can't arrest all of us obviously once once we sort of become unified in truth i mean we have more guns than them believe it or not we do they might have a few big ones you know f-16s but they've been blowing their own guns off they've been wasting all their ammo on war for so long just tell them that they need to quit their jobs now because this is not uh acceptable anymore it's wrong it's wrong <laughs> being a cop is bad okay just say it like that real simple being a cop is bad we're not gonna take it anymore so you can you either quit or we're fucking killing all of you motherfuckers kind of what i mean it sounds extreme but you know either quit or you just hang out and be weird cult members in your police station but you don't bring that shit out of there if you want to be a weird cop motherfucker in private that's fine just leave us out of it <laughs> we're not taking your laser guns and your tasers and your nine millimeters pepper spraying people beating them with nightsticks torturing them raping people on the side of the highway which you know cops have done that too it was on the news plenty of times they like to rape people I'm not taking it anymore just cause you are a fucking dumbass redneck like Andy's yeah so that was my story I was on my way to Jonesboro to, to work at Andy's do computer work and this fat fucking pig pulls me over he's not even that fat but uh he was a good old boy you could tell his jonesboro and he had that he had that uh sort of arkansas accent kind of dumb sounding he was kind of tall i guess really white really really white pale you know Looked like he had been eating uh, hamburgers, probably a lot of hamburgers, French fries, hot dogs, uh, definitely Andy's frozen custard. So I just told him, he was like, well, so where do you work? Or no, he's like, where are you going? Cop question number one. 
and I was in a pretty good mood up until then. Didn't really have that fighting spirit going that hard that day, so I didn't give him the old standard, you know, lawyer-recommended answer, which is, I don't answer questions. I've used that one multiple times, but that day, I thought I would just, uh, you know, what is he going to do? What is he going to do if I tell him I work at Andy's? Who knows? He, he There might be some dirty tricks. <laughs> Tell me what you're going to Andy's. God, they could they could twist that around in court and say that well he's a meth dealer. Let's lock him up. <laughs> I was like, no, oh we'll just go into Andy's. Oh, Andy's in Jonesboro. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I work. He was like, do you work there? It's like, yeah, I work at Andy's at a special assignment. And he saw that I came all the way from Missouri. <laughs> he was like, oh, I'll be right back. He comes back and he gives it. He gives me my license back. He's like, oh, no, no ticket this time. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. I thought bringing up Andy's, dropping that one, thought it might save me, and it did. I kind of had a, I think the spirit told me to do that. So, I mean, I, th I thought about it. I thought of it really quick. I think the spirit led me to do that. It was like, just tell him you work at Andy's, man. He'll forgive you. <laughs> I could tell he'd been eaten. He'd he definitely had his Andes. People, a lot of people really really appreciated Andes when it moved to Arkansas. Ugh, it's a sick story. I feel ashamed. I guess I deserved to get pulled over that day driving all the way to Arkansas to fucking help somebody sell Andes. Bad bad person. Bad person. Andy's is bad, okay? It's not as bad as police state or vaccines. Andy's is not as bad as vaccines, but I wouldn't inject it. Sure as hell wouldn't inject Andy's or vaccines. At least Andy's doesn't have aluminum in it. It's got all types of nasty shit, but not aluminum. So, at least I'm not a pediatrician injecting babies with aluminum. So I'm not that bad of a person. I'm only a little bit bad because I help them sell Andes. <laughs> Hopefully this podcast, though, uh, will give me a little bit of, you know, I guess we could use the word good karma. I don't know if there's such a thing. It seems like there is good karma. What I, I just need to learn the word for good karma, whatever they use in India, because they don't use the word karma for good karma. Probably have this other word. I need to figure out what it is so I can stop sounding so ignorant. <laughs> Not ignorant, just uh, uninformed. There's a difference between ignorant and, and uninformed. Ignorant is where you were. You had every chance to be informed, but you ignored it. And you didn't want to be informed. That's ignorant. Uninformed means, well, I would like to know what the Indian word is, but nobody has told me yet. Maybe I should look it up on uh, the internet. Not right now. Hopefully I'll learn, figure out what that word is. The opposite of karma, because karma is what holds you back from amazing goodness and right. Karma is wrong, but what is the word for right in India? That's what I want to know. So I want to stop saying good karma because I feel like that is just not what they say over there. I don't want to sound like an amateur. 
spiritual wannabe. <laughs> well, uh, that's probably the end of Nathan's Freedom Zone. I'm sure I could continue for another two hours, but I think we should break it up so that I don't talk your fucking brains out. Thank you. And uh, good night. Avoid those vaccines and help other people avoid them too. It's, it's a pandemic of uh, neurological disasters. And if you start to join the vaccine truth movement, there will be that many less retarded babies. And I know that's a uh, cause that we can all get behind. So, thank you.